Hola. Hello. Bienvenidos a Entero. A podcast about waiting bilingual children. I do like to read with my mama. Spanish is a huge part of my identity. And even though I went through that whole patch uh, where, yeah, people like make fun of you and you care way too much about what people think of you. <laughs> uh, just with maturity, with growing, I embraced it. This is my cousin Juliana, or Huli, as we call her in our family. She was born in Charlotte, North Carolina and moved to Houston when she was under a year old. She grew up bilingual in Katy, Texas, a suburb west of Houston, with her older brothers, who were all born in Colombia, and her parents. Now she's getting ready to go to college. Before she graduated, Juli did a presentation about what it was like to grow up between two cultures. Her experience gave us insight into what our daughters and other bilingual children may experience as they grow up. Juli identifies with both cultures. So like many bilingual and multilingual people, she often gets asked that dreaded question. Where are you from? Oh, that question is the worst. The worst question ever. Um, I used to answer always like just, oh, Colombia. But people would get very confused because I sound American, right? I have an American accent. Um, and so now I just say, well, you know, I was born in Charlotte, North Carolina. I, but I grew up in Houston my whole life. But, you know, my family were, were truly Colombian, you know. Um, because, well, that's the truth. Um, and it's a long answer, but it saves time for future conversations. <laughs> so that's how I answer it nowadays. But I mean, I, I think when people like ask that question, it's because they like notice that maybe I'm not totally American. So I say, you know, Col my, my family's from Colombia. And that seems to answer their question. <laughs> Juli's first language was Spanish, but she vividly remembers learning English. I I remember, I like vividly remember learning English for the first time. And I remember being very quick with it. Um, like by the time I was in first grade, I could totally like read, speak and write in English and Spanish, um, which doesn't happen often. But I mean, I just remember being very quick with it. Um, so it was never really an issue, the English thing. Um, it was never an issue, which is what most parents, I think, think is an issue like coming to the US, they're very scared that their kids won't learn English. But um, no, it was interesting just because um, sometimes, you know, even when, even though I learned it very fast, I learned English very fast, there was still, you know, that cultural, cultural barrier, that language barrier um, with my neighbors, with like people at school, just sometimes I, I couldn't communicate. And so I remember sometimes I would actually say words in Spanish and the kids in my neighborhood would look at me with, confusion on their faces like what is she saying <laughs> but I mean I was little I didn't know any better um but yeah no I mean I, I when when you're young you really and you're so like innocent you don't notice those things it really wasn't until I like fifth grade that I noticed like wow like uh, I I kind of stand out <laughs> I kind of stand out in a crowd like of just like people that are strictly you know from the U.S. So yeah, but no, I mean, it was, it was definitely something that I'm so like fortunate my parents did. They, they didn't worry about us learning English. They just worried about us um, keeping Spanish in the house, you know, keeping it in the family. 
that way that we would always have it forever. So, yeah. We asked Huli if there was a moment she could point to where she noticed that she was perceived as different. Early on, she attended a dual language elementary school, and that exposed her to other kids that not only spoke Spanish, but also families that prioritized it. That changed when she moved schools. Unlike my brothers, I was in a Spanish-speaking program for most of elementary, um, just because that was an option for me, you know. It might have not been for my brothers when they were growing up. So my mom put me in it. Like I said, for her, her focus wasn't like she needs to learn English. It was she needs to keep her Spanish. <laughs> so she put me in the Spanish speaking program. And I remember I was asked, I was asked to leave many times <laughs> because like, because like I said, I learned it. I learned English so, so quickly um, that I was asked to leave it. Like, you know, they would tell my parents, like, she really doesn't need to be here. But my mom kept me in as long as she could. <laughs> and so I never noticed it until like fifth grade, because that's when I went to just like the normal school. Then just with like everyone spoke English, just like the American kids. So I wasn't any longer with all my Mexican friends. <laughs> um, they were all Hispanic. So that's, I guess, when I noticed, you know, just like the parents were different, the, the, the friendships were different. I don't know. It was, I remember people would like, you know, make comments just about like my parents, like when they would meet them, like, oh, they talk funny, <laughs> you know, just kids being kids saying things like that. Um, And I guess I never thought about it. I really never did. I, it was very obvious. Yes, my parents spoke English with an accent, but I never thought about it because all my buddies growing up were also Hispanic in the Spanish-speaking program. So their friends, I mean, their, my, my friends' parents also spoke with accents. So I never really thought it was weird until I was like encountered with people who strictly spoke English. So that was the beginning of it for sure. And it kind of snowballed until... It just became normal life for me. She thinks about how hard it must have been for her parents moving to a country where they did not speak the language and recognizes the sacrifices they made. Well, I definitely now appreciate everything they went through because if any, if I learned anything is English is not easy. Um, moving to another country in general is not easy. Uh, there's a lot of sacrifices that you have to make, and my parents are no exception. They made so many sacrifices. Um, and I think whenever, like, I would hear comments about my parents from just kids, you know, they just kids being kids saying things, you know, um, I would kind of get, like, embarrassed. But as I as I grew up and, like, I saw that, like, You know, it. I, I like one day I had to like realize and tell myself like, I, there's no reason to be embarrassed. Uh, my parents do, you know, everything they can. You know, there's not much you can do when you come to a country in your late 30s, <laughs> you know, and trying to learn a whole new language. Um, that's insane. It's it's very hard, especially English. It's I think comparatively Spanish is a lot easier to learn than English and. And so, yeah, I don't know. It was, I, I just appreciate them so much. I have such great respect for like all the efforts they made. And, um, and I mean, for them, they encounter barriers every day, you know, um, cultural barriers, language barriers, just with everything. That stuff never changes. You know, it's easier for me because I'm so young and I grew up here from such a young age, but you know, 
they came here in their 30s you know it was it it was never going to be easy um so yeah just huge appreciation huge respect um i i luckily no longer i mean i haven't in a while felt any shame or embarrassment that you know can happen when people like point out how different you are um but yeah no um they they really are troopers <laughs> the best it's not easy and it's not easy growing up identifying with two cultures there's often a sense of otherness when i go to colombia people don't tell me i'm colombian um they make me feel like an outsider um and they call me you know gringa <laughs> they like to remind me that i'm not colombian but i mean that's just something I've had to like accept, you know, everyone's going to have that opinion, but, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I am Colombian. Nothing can change that. I also am American and I totally loved growing up here. I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm very proud that I got to grow up here and call it my country. I love that I have dual nationality. Um, I love that I am Colombian and also American. Um, it's opened up so many opportunities. So even though <laughs> here there'll be people will say, "Oh, she's you know she yeah she's she she was born here, but she's Colombian." And in Colombia, they'll say that I'm gringa or assume that I'm from another Spanish-speaking country. Um, I, it it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I know who I am. <laughs> I know where I stand, and I think it's truly, truly shaped me into who I am and really shaped my appreciation just for like, like people from other countries. It's really not easy. And I think it's grown my love for like the world in general. I love traveling. I love learning. I love meeting people from other countries just because it's cool to see kind of that dynamic, you know, someone from someone else growing up here, how their culture still affects them daily. Speaking more than one language and being familiar with more than one culture develops a sense of curiosity and empathy for other people. That ability to be fully immersed and invested in more than one culture becomes a way of life. One of the interesting things about talking to Juli was hearing that when she's with people her age in Colombia, they tell her she speaks like their parents or grandparents. Here's Juli again. Yeah, that was something that didn't happen until recently, until like last year. And I thought it was so funny. Like, um, I never thought about it that way, but it's so true. And I think it applies to your kids. It's gonna, it's gonna be that way for your kids. <laughs> um, Growing up, well, growing up here, the Spanish I learned was from my parents. Um, so, of course, I don't know any of the slang, any of the hip terms that people use in the young people use in Colombia. So, when I am encountered with, you know, people my age or, you know, millennials in Colombia, um, they think, I, they really do, they think they're like, what? What are you saying? Like, people don't talk like that, Huli. Like, you sound like our parents. You, that's not what we say anymore. Like, no one says that. But I, I mean, it's not my fault, you know. Like, I didn't grow up there, so I just have the Spanish that I learned from my parents. Um, so there's also that barrier. If there couldn't be any more barriers, there's also that one. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't even communicate well with young Colombian people. <laughs> but I mean, that's just 
it's it adds to the charm. It's pretty funny. <laughs> like you heard her say at the beginning, Juli now embraces her home language and Colombian heritage. I'm Colombian. That's who I am. My parents, you know, their first language is Spanish. It's no big deal. And I love it. Like I said, I'm so grateful, so, so grateful that um, my my parents, like, uh, really made it a focus for them, like, to keep Spanish in our family. And even though I, you know, my Spanish isn't perfect, um, I am constantly being corrected. <laughs> um, and I am the master of Spanglish. Um, <laughs> I really have mastered that down to a T. <laughs> um, no, it is a huge part of my identity. And, and I love it. And I love, I love that I can interact with people who speak Spanish. There's nothing more exciting than like meeting someone here in the States from Colombia, like on the streets or wherever and just being like, Oh, really? You're from Colombia? Me too. And just, and just getting to help people. I've been on like mission trips. Um, in here in the US, but you know, there's, there's areas in the US where, you know, there's, it's mainly Hispanic, uh, a, mainly a Hispanic population and Spanish has helped out so much. You'd be surprised. You'd think like, because like Houston is so diverse, um, there would be a lot of Spanish speaking like people at like my church or something, but there's not. <laughs> and I was the, I, I, I was the only one who, who could like communicate to these people in like these, um, 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 areas and in the, the mission trips I went to. And that's just such an amazing feeling, you know, like Spanish is their language and just having someone like being able to communicate with them, it like lights up their, like lights up their eyes and they get so happy, you know, like, oh, someone understands me. Like, Juli is appreciative of her parents' efforts to maintain Spanish. But there was a time when she felt annoyed by her parents' insistence that she speak the language. Um, yeah, I don't think I ever felt like, like Spanish wasn't going to be useful or like try to be like, no, I don't need it. But it was definitely just more like, okay, like you're, you're pushing it. Like you said, like you need to, you need to calm down a little bit just cause like I said, I've mastered Spanglish. I've totally mastered it. And when I was younger, I guess that worried my parents. They were like, oh my gosh, she's going to lose it. She's going to lose it because she talks like all her sentences are mixed. And it really was bad. I could totally see how that worried my parents now looking back at it. But there was a part. It was like when I was kind of uh, older elementary going into junior high, like all my friends were American now. I didn't have like any Hispanic friends. So, of course, that's what I was speaking all the time. I was speaking English all the time. And so my sentences were so messed up, so messed up. Every other word would be a, just in Spanish, English, Spanish, English, and it was horrible. Um, so my parents got very worried and they were constantly like correcting me. They made me repeat sentences <laughs> all the way, like in, uh, in all Spanish. And it was just, you know, like, oh, like, OK, I get it. I guess like in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to lose Spanish. But and I didn't. To, you know, make my point. I didn't. I was right. <laughs> but I could see I could see how they got worried about that. But now, it, you know, now it's different. Um, I, I, I push myself more than my parents do. I think it got to the point where they aren't worried anymore because they know how important it is for me to keep my Spanish because they know that I want to teach my kids Spanish. So they, they kind of stop worrying and it's more me kind of beating myself up. Like, ah, oh, dang it. Like, why didn't I remember how to say that? Or uh, why do I keep on spelling this wrong or whatever? 
So yeah, but definitely, you know, like any kid in their little preteens, they get they get they get annoyed. <laughs> Julia identifies strongly with her Colombian heritage, and that makes speaking Spanish even more important. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, I feel such a pride for being Colombian. Like I guess I don't know if it would have been like that living in Colombia, but I think I think because I grew up here, um just and because I've gone to Colombia so many times and every single time I fall more in love with the country, more in love with the people, more in love with the culture that I like miss it so much that it just like, I just like grow like such a love for it here in the States, you know, it's like something you constantly miss. Um, um, so yeah, definitely like for me, like being Colombian, I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to call myself like Colombian American, if I didn't maybe speak Spanish, like at least I wouldn't like boast about it so much or like, like represent myself so much as like Colombian American. Um, if I didn't speak Spanish, just because, you know, like if I went to Colombia and I didn't speak Spanish, I wouldn't be able to like communicate that well with the people there, you know, or let alone like my family members that live in Colombia. Um, so I think that's just definitely a huge part of it. We can only hope our children will take it upon themselves to improve and maintain their second language as they grow older. Huli had some parting words of advice for kids who are or have been in her shoes. I know a lot of kids that that um, their parents were from like other countries, from Spanish-speaking countries, and they didn't teach them Spanish. And I and now they wish they like wish they would have learned, you know. Um, so. Um, to the kids that their parents are like sp speak Spanish to them and they know it and they speak it at home. Um, do not lose it. Um, and also just like grow your love and like your pride for your other country. You know, there's nothing wrong with like being here and, um, and being American also, but like, I don't know, like where you're from is such a huge part of who you are and just embracing that country, that culture, you know, that's the beautiful thing is like they're Hispanic countries. There's so many of them and they're all such different cultures. And so just like embracing that part of who you are, like it's, it's just going to like grow your love and appreciation for other people, for the world in general. Um, it's always going to be a tool, always a helpful tool. Um, you're going to be able to help people. You're going to be able to teach people, you know, um, growing up, there was a lot of ignorance um, that I had to endure. Not that I'm not, I wasn't ignorant as a kid. I was, but a lot of ignorance with, you know, Spanish speaking people. And, <laughs> but it's just an opportunity to, instead of being bitter, it's an opportunity to teach people like, hey, no, I'm not from Mexico, even though, you know, that's okay. <laughs> it's a common misconception. <laughs> I'm actually from another country. It's really pretty. You want to see pictures? Let's Google it. Like, let me show you. Um, so I think it's just, it's just, I don't know, a great opportunity to teach people um, and just make, uh, make friends. It's always a great conversation starter, starter. And yeah, no, I just like anyone has pride in their country, you get to have pride for two countries. And I think that's very special. And, you know, no one can take that away from you.
Thank you, Juli, for sharing your experience with us. Join us at Entre Dos Community on Facebook to discuss this episode. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Entre Dos Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review us. It really helps others discover our show. And we hope you'll subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on our network, All Points West at allpointswest.net. Until next week. Nos vemos. Adios.